Hello and welcome to Pubcast 37. We are live from the Great British Beer Festival 2016. I'm John, I'm here with Robert. Hello. And Daniel. Hello. And we're now going to overview our first day from the Great British Beer Festival. So how's everyone doing? Very well. It's, uh, it's our, what, fourth year now of the Great British Beer Festival? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's always a good yearly outing, so... Always look forward to it. Definitely. Always an event. So this is the first time we've um, actually been on the first day before, on a Tuesday. Yes, yeah. And it was not as busy? No, I don't think it was as busy as, uh, as previous years. So we got here yesterday about one. First thing we noticed is uh, the beer glass. Daniel, what, what, what do you think of the beer glass? I think the uh, branding this year is really poor. It's, it seemed like no effort. To to describe it to you. It's just like, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of like, sponsors and other ones. This one's sponsored by Piper's Crisps. Yeah, that is all. I mean, you thought there would be one brewery who wanted a bit of money at right? No. You think so? And the beer glass is just it's got bubbles in it. That's all it is, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame. Like the year before, I think it was Explorers. The year before that was Circus, circus theme. Circus was great, yeah. Um, so they've always had themes. That means all the bars are themed yeah, for yeah. different names. The glasses are themed. There's, there's themed general marketing pictures around. This year, it's much more a, it's a push on joining camera. Everywhere you oh, look yes. is join camera um, is and get two free yeah. pints and this thing. Um, and there's also lots of the camera objectives on every bit yeah. saying like, yeah. save your pint, save your pub get taxed down this that and the other so they're they're really pushing for enhanced membership i think and yeah. pushing the camera camera scheme it seems a bit bland doesn't it there's oh. usually loads of things hanging from the ceilings yeah. and everything and yeah it does nothing, look a bit bland definitely nothing, nothing going on really it's all just white and purple and lots of text very uninventive and, uh, and the names of the bars being actual bars i'm not sure yeah i mean i think they're just struggling with what to do yeah they really do so some of the names are because i'm currently recording this from uh the balcony of the balcony looking over and we can see the, the Callum Island Tavern the Sarin the, the swan with two necks yeah. there I mean, was a swan a, as well and a fat cat yeah. um, a raging bull it's called the rising sun <laughs> the rising sun sorry <laughs> the warm uh, yeah it's just yeah because yeah, it, it, it was good to have a theme it feels like they're just sort of yeah there's still the standard layout of um, which I find a bit I can see why they've done it but it's always breweries from certain region yeah. or county sorry and then the counties are in alphabetical order yeah so you'll find beers from somerset suffolk and sussex all in the same bar i think we're better to have like east anglia together yes yeah, so northwestern one i think thing. you should yeah i think yeah. you should split it into local regions rather than yeah it's a bit it's a bit strange because uh, maybe the people who, who work in those bars they might know a bit more about Yes, like, if, like if you put me on the East Anglia bar, I could probably do all right. Out yeah, there. but if you put you on the Suffolk bar, you'd have to know beers from, like I say, Somerset, Sussex, Southampton, yeah. Shropshire. Yeah, Southampton's not really a county, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's disappointing, um, but it's a, good, it's a great venue as always. It's a great venue, yeah. So uh, that's that's generally yeah. the general setup. Um, this year we decided not to just go crazy and tweeting and only really chat about the beers we've uh, thoroughly enjoyed. We did a good yeah. set of beers. Um, to, to go through, and there's going to be a, a um, blog as well. We're just going to uh, talk I'll about. I'll have all of the beers in that one. Yeah, it's going to have all the beers on from Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, Chris is coming on Friday. He's going to put his down as well. Yeah, we'll make a big beer list. And um, yeah, so we can give you a good overview, hopefully, of what we found. Yeah. So today we're just going to talk about uh, the beers we liked, basically. Yeah. Uh, and what we thought was good and about the venue. Um, so we decided to just go one bar at a time and pick a beer. And as I was saying, like this is one of the few festivals where they haven't got colour coding, have they? 
That, yeah, that was actually uh, another thing. So you get an A4 magazine, which is always quite difficult to carry with your phone, your drink, yeah. your, and everything. Um, Chargers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pokemon go out, you know. <laughs> you can't catch Pokemon and look in a magazine at the same time. It's a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Um, but you go to the bar and they've got the beers listed by name and brewery by name and, uh, and percentage. That's it. Underneath, some bars have a, an actual yellow printout of the beer yeah. and the price. Still no, no mention of the style. Um, and then some bars underneath have a description so you have to read the whole description. There's no colour coding, and, and the bars that don't have a description, you have to refer back to the book, and to be honest, the book is yeah. very difficult to look through. Um, it's not the easiest thing to do. Once, so, yeah. once again, laziness yeah. is yeah. what it comes down to. Because I think colour code yeah. is the easiest thing to do in the world. Yes, yeah, so you just print out different coloured yeah. paper. Notably, the, the, the one bar uh, had those tiny, not even like jam jars, smaller than that. Like yeah. Small little jars. Yeah. Small little jars yeah. with the colours in. So you can easily, yeah, easily reference better. what colours beers yeah. are. But that's but, only if you go to the area where your actual beer is that you're trying to get. Yes. Which obviously you should do, but that's the only way you're going to see what colour it is if yeah. you literally go to the pump. There's a lot of people ordering pints. And it really gets on my goat. I, I, I've never understood it, but obviously people drink differently. I don't know. Beer yeah, festival, you'd think that you, especially one with over, they've been you know shouting about over 900 different beers and ciders. Why yeah. are you here then if you're coming and drinking a pint? If you're going to drink 10 pints, you're going to try 10 different beers and be smashed. Yeah. You, you might as well drink 20 halves if you want to get smashed. And you've tried a much further range of beers. I just think whatever, whatever thing here is, you, you come here, if you're like, oh, do you come beer festival, yeah. I'm only going to drink pints of the five different ones. Like, even if I come here, I wouldn't like beer. Surely you'd get into it and absolutely, have more absolutely. what people are doing. I think so. Someone just ordered like 10 pints of um, Some Bar Bale's Gem. Yeah. It's a good beer, but like, come on, boring. It's like, why would you come to the beer festival and go, oh, that beer's up near where I'm from. I'll have a pint of that. Yeah. Well, that's, in my mind, yeah, anyway. that's not that's a wasted journey because yeah. you could get it probably better, closer to home, closer to the brewery, you know, hasn't travelled as far, but yeah. I mean, some people are afraid of the unknown, though, aren't they? Yes. Well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, so we basically we've been one bar at a time, gone round, picked one beer, and we moved on. Yes. Um, so, anything outstanding that you first come across? Uh, I, I had uh, some Peter's uh, grapefruit beer. Yeah. Um, so never had before. Oh, uh, I have. It's I, very nice. I find some Peter's some of their not so. Um, their core range is not always brilliant. Some, I of the, agree. some of the other ones are brilliant, but this one was really good. Oh, it's it's the, a grapefruit aroma, which has come through. Uh, it's yeah. citrus, good amount of tartness, nice body, it wasn't too thin, and it went down really well. And also, well. it was, I think, one of the clearest crystal clear pints I've seen that today. Yeah. Honestly, it was absolutely really stunning. It's as clear as night. <laughs> yes, it's as clear as night. <laughs> I'm going for it. Just, just in the same. Uh, category. I had a cherry stout on the same bar, and that was a completely different beer. Was it a cherry stout? It wasn't. Not it? a cherry stout. Sorry, a cherry, a cherry blonde, and it just tasted like syrup. Yeah, it cherry was so syrup. So overpowering, so horrible. It was just pure syrup in a glass, and yeah. it just didn't work. Oh, it's just not? about balancing, was... the, balancing the amount of syrup that you use. It's far too much. It was way too much. I'm saying that I, that I then had, I think it was on the next bar actually, a chocolate cherry stout yeah um and that was at six percent so it was a bit stronger but that was really nice there was enough cherry just to balance the roastiness and have a little bit of sweetness i think it probably um, works better in a dark yeah. yeah well i mean with your blonde you could as soon as you brought it up to your face yeah. it stunk of yeah, cherry yeah. this you couldn't actually smell the cherry you could taste it but you didn't get it all in your face 
Um, yeah, it was it was really nice. I think that was the first one that I was actually really impressed with, and I think that was about three beers, four beers in. Yeah, so the yeah. first four, which you'll find in the blog, just they, there's nothing terribly bad about them. They were just you know normal standard beers. Yeah. Nothing stood out. Yeah. But this cherry stout by uh, Bridge House was really nice. Did it build bridges with your earlier? It did. It built bridges. Yeah. To make up for the poor beer before. Uh, I. I went for it we, every year. I need to get bored of this, but we had to. We had, we had to have it. So me and Daniel broke break rank. We had the same beer. Yeah. With salt air, triple alcoholic, which you, you know about, blah blah done. blah. But it's just it's so good. It's so cold. Why is it so cold? It, it was so much cold. colder than any other oh, beer, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I'd say maybe a, they pump it through a chiller. Made? I think I reckon they maybe everything else looks like it's cask chilled, so just a jacket. Maybe they pump it through a, a chiller. Maybe. maybe. But it's just the most. Super I think it is better cold. Sweet. Isn't it? Yeah, it's delicious chocolatey flavour. It is amazing. It's brilliant. Uh, that was a standout for me. Yeah. We also went to the German bar. Oh yes, of course. And um, we all had a we had, we had a Schlenkerler Martin. You have to. They're from the Bamberg region in Germany. We mentioned it a lot before. Lovely beer. Smoked. Yeah. It's like a barbecue, a sausage at barbecue. Mm-hmm. Put yourself in the summer. Barbecue's just turned over. You get that, that whiff of that smoke. smoke. That, that first bite lovely. of sausage. In that's, a glass. That's where you are. Yeah. Uh, and it was on draft, so we had to have it. And it was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Always, I, always performs. Because I, I went for the lager beer. Obviously, you guys went for the dark one. I went for the lager beer. But it's it's a, such a strong beer. It's such a nice, really nice awesome as well. lager. Because you still get that smokiness come through. You still get that lovely lager taste. Everything smoked is just delicious. Oh, it, is. it definitely is. Yeah. Absolutely delicious. I have to, I have, to have a mention as well. I had a dark mild from uh, the Moongazer from Norfolk Brewhouse. Um, we've had. Moongazer beers before and they've always been quite strong um, and this was really nice it was yeah it was a brilliant mild and I do like my milds uh, I think that was the next beer that really stood out for me it's lovely malt body great flavour very happy Daniel? Um, probably the next one that I really really enjoyed was the Time Bank Strawberries and Cream it was a really interesting beer actually as soon as I saw the name I was like I've got to try it was it like strawberries and cream? it actually was it really tasted like strawberries and cream it smelled like it yeah yeah. yeah. it, it was, was weird really for nice. me it was um, quite weak at 3.8% but it was, it was a really nice pale beer with really nice fruit flavours I thought it was a great beer really nice nice <laughs> can I say nice four more times we've, we've gone through quite a lot of fruity beers actually haven't we um, with the cherry I had a, yeah, I had a raspberry like tipple fruit. yeah, yeah. Raspberry Tipple by Yorkshire Brewery, not one that I'm going to go into much details, I didn't really like it, it was a bit overpowering, but there seems to be a lot of flavoured beers. There was a peach one from uh, Peach Mel Bear from um, Bear Town. Fruit beers tend to be getting better, I mean, I mean that Bear Town yeah, one wasn't, I, I, I've had a blueberry one from Bear Town before, yeah. it was brilliant. It seems yeah. to be a bit of a trend now, isn't it? They've, I mean, they're not, you, they're not fruit beers in the sense of like a Belgian uh, no. fruit beer where it is like, you know, fruit. proper fruity, um, but it's more beer with a hint of fruit, but they're becoming more popular, definitely. One more I'd like to mention was by Gun. I've never heard of Gun before. Yeah. It's called a Parabellum Milk Stout. And I do like a milk stout. Yeah. Uh, this one's 4.1, so you know, milk stout, some, 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 someone's a bit stronger than that. Usually the upper echelons of like fours and early fives. Yeah. Some are sixes. This one had that, re- that really good body you want from a milk. I know milk stout does have that excellent, but it wasn't, it wasn't too overpowering. It wasn't too sweet like another one. It was just a basic milk stout done well. That full body in it and that nice flavour. Absolutely delicious. Um, gun, Parabellum Milk Stout. That's the one for me. I know it's another dark beer and it seems to be the trend that some of the best beers we've had have been 
the darker the dark ones, um, was a dark horse from Molden Brewery, uh, and that was very nice. It was really sweet. It was um, well, it was really sweet. It balanced perfectly. Uh, it's a really dark copper, uh, absolutely smooth for a 6.6% beer. Very happy with that. Daniel? Yeah, same again, dark. I think we had, we had quite it's a good dark. Uh, dark round. Yeah, I had a Mumbles uh, Oyster Mouth Stout. That was so smoky and rich and creamy. It was, oh, it was a lovely, lovely stout. Really nice beer. Really nice. Um, we, so we, we ended it, didn't we? We went to the Belgian, Dutch and the Italian bar. We thought we'd go, go big, go hard, and then we went home. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I went, I had an Emelis, sorry for the bad pronunciations, Emelis Black and Tan, Bruch Ladich BA. Wow. Was that, um, was that, uh, that was a Dutch beer, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Dutch. It was 10.5. It was, Whoa. it was very strong. It was like a sort of a brown ambery sort of colour. But that really good sweetness. Um, it was sort of like, sort of like becoming like a quadruple sort of style uh, I mean it was hard to drink we had a third and it was it was tough like, yeah. you couldn't do that at the start of the day but it, it was a great way to end it was absolutely superb yeah there was a large wooden barrel with a 10% dark Belgian beer in it and I will try that yeah. before yeah. the festival is over what did you get you, from did that did you bar? both go for that one no I had something slightly different what did you go for I went and again bad pronunciation for <laughs> a Struce Padden Pot uh, Pan and Pot um, by the Destruce Brewers, uh, which is a Belgian beer, um, and that was a strong Belgian dark ale. It was full bodied. It was so tasty, though. Like you said, you would have struggled with that at the beginning of the day. I could have had this at the beginning of the day. Oh, right, really? It would have probably ruined it being 10%, but it is very, very nice. Um, I'd like to try and find more of it uh, in, a, in a bottle form because is I've never heard of it before, and we we like our Belgian beers, but we never actually go too far from what we know on them. Um, so I'd definitely go for yeah. this again. It was delicious, absolutely delicious. Daniel? I went a little bit different and I went for a weaker one. Because I'm not, not as uh, strong as you guys. <laughs> oh, Daniel! <laughs> yeah, I'm I went for it. Well, I, was, I don't know, I think, I think uh, higher percentage bad. ones are a bit uh, overrated. They're just tougher to drink and I think they're just too much. That's I why I prefer to go for you get a the, mid-range um, one. Depends which one you get. Like, yeah. Maybe Some of them can be just like yeah. no flavour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like alcohol. Exactly, exactly. So I went for a uh, Derique special draft, so I've never seen it before. I've, I've tried Derique beers in the beers and before, and they were really nice, but I've never seen the special draft one. And it was a lovely amber Belgian beer, and it was just so sweet, and it's just so easy to drink. Was it special? It was special. It was a really <laughs> special beer. It was, it was delicious. Really nice way to uh, end. Let's just say, um, we're a bit disappointed with the increase in price of the pork scratchings this year. Oh, yes. I mean, they were 150 and four for five pounds. Now they're two pounds and three for five pounds. That I mean, is that, that is above inflation. That's crazy. I mean, I, I did have um, the, the chili ones, which were quite spicy. Yeah, they were nice. But they were good. Um, I had a uh, steak and potato pasty for five pounds. But you look pounds. in the front, and these pasties are like the size of your head. And then I asked for one, and he got me a bag from behind, which was lovely and hot, but. He definitely puts the biggest ones in the front, and yeah, this gives you like the, yeah, yeah. the normal sized. Cheeky. That is cheeky. They're the show pasties. Yeah, these, these ones are for show. We need to <laughs> yeah. take them to Crufts. Yeah. Crusts. <laughs> take them to Crusts. Nice. Love that. Show for pies. <laughs> um, so, so day one's been pretty good. Yeah, it was good. It was awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, so we're back again for Pubcast 38, when we will be choosing beers solely on their names. 
and all palm clip. <laughs> so you know when you go to and you're not sure what they are. This is a good place for it because there's, as we said, there's no description. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, names. Yeah. There's no color coding. So we took and see that theory of choosing the beer and the marketing name thing. See, see it, how we go. Sometimes it goes well, sometimes it goes bad. So we're going to yeah. do a day of it and just go for it. So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye Thank bye. You. Thank you very much. Goodbye. <laughs> He's on Pokemon before we finished. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Caught an Eevee. <laughs>